All right, everybody. Aaron, Tom, and Keith here from a Little Less Conversation podcast with a new offer for you. Normally, our sponsor, Craig Peterson, down at Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac, offers $50 in free gas when you purchase a vehicle from them. Could be new, used, car, truck, van, SUV, or whatever they have. If you go down there and buy a vehicle, what's the offer now, Dom? It's $100 in free gas. How do you get that, Aaron? You got to go down to Summit Automotive in Fond du Lac and purchase a vehicle. Stop down by Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Craig Peterson. Mention our podcast, a little less conversation, when you purchase a vehicle, and he's going to give you $100 in free gas. to another episode of the Less Conversation Podcast. With you today, as usual, Aaron, Keith, Don. Today we're going to talk to you about, and we and we haven't really covered too much of this for good reason, because it's everywhere. But we're going to try and put a positive spin on, on things that come from the uh, COVID-19 pandemic. Um, we kind of talked before this, I think we had a little trouble coming up with much that's positive from this, but we gave it our best shot. So uh, let's see where we go from here. Which one of you guys want to start? I'll rock and roll this one first. Go for it. Appointments from home. <clears throat> I've done two medical appointments from, from the comfort of my couch. I'm lazy, and this makes it easier for me to be lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have to get up. I don't even have to get up, go see the doctor anymore. <laughs> Companies are doing phone interviews now instead of in-person interviews. Um, again, I don't know if that's a positive. I think it depends on the job. I don't think. I don't think. Depending on the job, I don't think you. You'll, if, this will continue. If you were hiring someone for a job, would you feel comfortable hiring them just over the phone without meeting them? Depends on the job. Because if I'm hiring somebody to do like phone sales, yes, I would be quite comfortable doing an interview that's over the job. I need to get. See, but I I would like. Doing my interview from home, not interviewing, but doing my interview from home. Yeah. You'd be a lot more comfortable. Yeah. A lot more relaxed. You just sit there and you're yeah, when you don't get a job, you don't have the excuse of, oh, I was just so nervous. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Not a positive. <laughs> I mean, I did, I did a, an appointment with my sleep doctor from home, like, because of my sleep did, apnea. Did, did you just do it from the bed? I should have. You should have. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't, but I should have. Yeah. Matter of fact, <laughs> did did you have to call or did they call? They called. You should have been able to just had uh, Heather there and hit it. You would have been laying in bed snoring. That would have been perfect. With a boner. There's your, there's your phone, you're just like this. Hey, Dad. All, all, all he sees is you pitching a tent the whole time. It, was, it wasn't a video phone at all. Oh. <laughs> well, then just some some 
infrequent moaning would have been okay. <laughs> the most disappointing thing about those things that sucked the most is I had to pause my man game while I was doing it. It was, hard, it was hard to concentrate on both things at one time. <laughs> Madden. Oh, I haven't played Madden in a long time. Played like three days for me. I don't know if I'll be able to play that either. I don't know if one of these podcasts. So far, it's been 50 years for me. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, I've got dog adoption. It's going way up. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was if it was ours in town or if it was Oshkosh. One of them was completely empty with dogs. Last I think it was fine. I think it was your final. Okay. I heard that too. Yeah. So my, my, nep- my nephew just adopted a dog. Really? Yeah, during the COVID. Nice. I that's hope. We I need. hope that's a positive. Well, it. I mean, it could be a negative if you have people that aren't going to be good dog owners, yeah. adopting dogs or whatever. Right. But it said, I hope. I hope that. It is. Right. But if you were planning on adopting a dog and you were waiting for the right time, this was the right time because a lot of people are home from work, so they could they could spend the time necessary to train, train yeah. the dog and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's that's kind of why my nephew chose now to do it because he's working from home, so he's he's able to spend the time basically necessary to. And that actually transitions well into my first one, which is people re- rediscover the great outdoors. That's true. Everybody's mm-hmm. off the computer or phone and actually doing things outside: walks, bike rides, walking the dogs. I have one that goes along with that. It's just people are spending more time with their families. Yeah. That I actually it's have that as well. Yep. And doing things like hikes and bike rides, well, family game nights. Well, even, yeah, eating dinner together. Yeah. How many families actually sat down and ate dinner together before yeah. this, you know? Yeah. And actually having actual conversations. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of families. Like, I mean, I got to say, we, we were terrible before this as far as sitting down and eating when, when my kids lived at home. Because everybody had different schedules, so yeah. it was hard to do. So we were terrible at that. But as far as sit, as actually doing things with the kids and and talking, and so we actually tried to do that. But I know there's a lot of people who just because of schedule and all that stuff, they just it, it's it's hard to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, with COVID, it became a lot easier. Yeah, because nobody everything's canceled. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. A big one for me was, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the environment is doing a ton better. Mm-hmm. I, I have that as well. What did they say in L.A.? They had like four days in a row without any smog, which is pretty incredible considering the population of L.A. And, no. Um, big, big cities are seeing less air pollution. Uh, you're also seeing animals entering environments that they haven't been in years. I have that as well. So I call it the I Am Legend theory. Yeah. Because uh, if you watch that movie, you know it's how wildlife kind of started to take over New York City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's great to see. You only wish it would be able to stay, but once everything gets opened up, you know it's going to go back to the way it was pre-COVID. Damn, man. I have. I mean, I had the same thing too. But pollution is down. So Venice's canals are clearer than they've been in decades. Um. Wait, two, two months did, of, did Venice stop sinking? <laughs> I'm just wondering. I, I think it did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it did. Um, Let's go on. 
Let's see. It's a two months of pollution reduction in China has probably saved over seventy-seven thousand lives. And um, do wait, your, how many how many did we lose in COVID though? Uh, over there, uh, I don't know. I don't I, over there. I don't think it was. It, we're like at what is it? Three million worldwide. Let's see. So not sure that's a fair trade-off, but... But that, he, was, he was just quoting one country, though. 77,000 lives in one country. Yeah. And there was a 50% drop in carbon monoxide levels. I believe that was in New York. It was just as New York researchers. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Um, the next thing I have is time. Everyone has had time to get things done. All those projects around the house that have been sitting for months, sometimes years, because you didn't know one had time to do them, people have had the time to do them. That's true. And that, and that kind of goes hand in hand with, uh, with, with spending time with family as well. Yeah. I know that one's a big one for me because I had a lot of projects done. Um, I've got that schools and universities have figured out how to. Oh, well, I was way off on the numbers, by the way. 434,000 deaths is all we've had. How many? 434,095. <clears throat> And we've, we've had almost 8 million cases. Flex day! <laughs> um, schools and universities have figured out how to use um, like different types of media, digital media and stuff like that more efficiently. The fact that these high school kids are still getting, are still seeing their teachers in a time where they can't go to work, nobody can go to school, it's pretty impressive. So I actually went a step further than that. Um, and this is where I, I told you earlier that I, some of these are kind of a stretch. This is what it's kind of a stretch, but it's uh, hopeful thinking. I said, is it possible that the entire education system will be overhauled and made more affordable thanks to COVID? Although it's debatable, it is a possibility. Listen, what I don't understand is, so one of the schools from this state announced that they, they're starting dates for the fall and they're given the options the students of taking online classes for some of these classes or in-person classes which one do you thought do you think costs more online yeah yeah why because you have to pay for the media that you or you have to pay for all the technology that goes into doing that these schools aren't set up for that They've had online classes for a long time. Not at the high schools. No, I'm talking, this is a college. Oh, it's a university? Yes. Oh, then I don't know. No, but get this. This is how much more per class it is. $12.50. Why? <laughs> What's the point of that? Yeah, then, then Honestly, you're, once you're set up for that, they should be cheaper. Yeah, they should be. Well, if I were a university, what I would do is I would just charge everybody the same, average it out, 
right? It'd be plus twelve dollars more, or just charge everybody twelve dollars more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but here's this is the problem we have with the education system is is that people can't afford to go to college anymore. That's true. Like, we're at a point where they they tell you that you have to go get some sort of college degree, which is debatable. I understand it, but that's what you're told. And people can't afford it. I know. So I wanted to, I this want, this should be a step in the direction of making that affordable. I'm one of the people who got scammed into going to college and I worked a job that you need a high school education to work. And I'm making more money in this job than I would if I took a job in what my field was in college. So hmm. That sounds like it makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. You're right, it's not real far. Why fix it? <laughs> Is that a part? No, that was oh, a part. Sorry. Dead. Sorry to disappoint. Well, maybe the chair part. <laughs> <laughs> we just called us the chairs. <laughs> um, I've got road accidents were down during COVID. Um, I don't have like a total, a total percentage of how they went down, but what I read was. That accidents occur for account for three thousand four hundred twenty-four deaths daily, or two deaths per minute globally. Um, but coronavirus stay-at-home orders have led to a heartening reduction in these numbers. It's a, in Washington, for instance, fatal accidents plummeted one hundred percent from twelve to zero between March sixteenth and March twenty-second. I mean, that's a big so drop, one hundred percent. It doesn't get better. Than that. Like you can hardly get any better. Than that. Yeah. <laughs> So, oh, wait, except for those guys that give 125%. Yeah. Oh, while accidents involving serious injuries declined by 78%, it says. Oh, jeez. Um, so. Slap this. Yeah. And, and along with that, big companies actually stepped up and did things right where a, a lot of them, unfortunately mine wasn't one of them, but a lot of the car insurance companies yeah. were given breaks. Yeah, they didn't give either. Were given breaks on their... So on their rates because people just weren't driving. So I actually, I actually, so I pay insurance for me, and I also pay for my daughter at this time yet too. And we got separate companies. So her company actually did give the break. Mine did not. Yeah. Cheap bastards. Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, next one I have. Okay, this this is one of those that, that can go. It's somewhat positive, but some people are going to see it as a negative as well. And that's streamlining the workforce. You're going to have many companies that have seen um, that will make changes to how how they do business going forward. Due to the thousands of people that were working from home during the pandemic, they've seen what, basically what jobs are essential and what are not. Not even that they're not essential. Well, just do they have to be in the office? Well, but... I think you're going to see some where some people are going to lose their job. Matter of fact, I've I've heard um, as far as teachers, I've heard there's going to be a lot of teachers losing their jobs after this. But they're all still teaching. But they're going to lose their jobs mm-hmm. because then, like one teacher can teach all all those classes from the school. I I, I don't know like, what the exact plan is, but I just online. heard one of the local schools that they're they're going to be uh, dismissing a bunch of teachers. Because because of whatever they've figured out through this whole thing, that they're not going to need that as many teachers as what they had originally thought. Mm. 
I know my wife has been fortunate enough to work from home. She's working 40 hours a week full time. And her boss has said, earliest they'll be back and be like fourth quarter, so I told November somewhere there. But I just don't see why, if they know they can do the job from home, why would you pay the rent or own space for somebody to do this? Plus, and this is kind of a weird thing, and I thought about this, she works for a large company, Fortune 500 company, um, and she runs a computer with Pepsi. No, no. Oh, yeah. she, was, <laughs> she runs a computer which has two monitors. And with her working from home, the company's no longer paying for the internet, no longer paying for the electricity on the computer or the two monitors that she's running. That'll save a company like that millions over over a course of a year. Whereas it's not even noticeable on our electric bill when we're done. Because it's just basically two more monitors and one more computer that we're running. And we have the internet anyway, so it's not like that costs us any more money. I, I don't see why if I were if I were a CEO of a Fortune five hundred company and I got an entire department working at home, why would I bring them back if I know I they can do it from home? Because Keith, if you're the CEO of a Fortune five hundred company, you want to be able to brag and taking them to a basically 300 square feet inside your garage where you put a desk is not impressive. <laughs> but they would still have the they would still have the buildings because some of the people have to work in the building. Just the someone in like in my wife's job, there's no need for her to be at a, be at a physical building. There's no reason some of those buildings get smaller buildings. Well, for example, where she works, in the same city, they have a building they own, and they have uh, offices that they rent in a different building. Well, if you can send a bunch of people to work from home, and then move the people that are in the offices that you're renting into the building that you own, why wouldn't you do that? Like, What about the poor staff who's renting an office building? Yeah, <coughs> oh, he's ass out. Yeah. yeah. He's ass out. I, I want to work from home. No. I mean, no, one of, one of the things that I did say that is definitely a positive in this is the adaptability. It's how companies have switched from what they were manufacturing and made things to help with the pandemic. That's true. I kind of like, that. like your, your face masks, the face shields, and like I have it right up the road here, the distillery, making hand sanitizer. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of those companies didn't have a choice. Some didn't, but yeah. by and large, most of them were on board with switching yeah. ahead of the curve. I know Trump had forced some to, to do it, but for the most part, there wasn't. he didn't get much blowback on that. And, and yeah, I mean, quite seriously, that. the amount of publicity you can get by saying, hey, look, we stopped producing what Absolutely. we normally produce. And, and if you're and, playing the long game, yeah. it's going to be advantageous yeah. to you, yes. Not to mention, these things were needed, like, you're not giving these things away. No, yeah, you're still, you're you're still, still selling money. them. Yeah. yeah, it's just not you're not making what you may have wanted. There, there was one company anything. that made, and I want to say they're out of out of the state. But they made uniforms for like athletics, and obviously there's huh. athletics going on, so people aren't buying uniforms. So they turned their they they turned from making sports uniforms to like hazmat gear and masks and face shields. 
And the guy flat out said, listen, we're going to make more money in the next four or five months doing this. Absolutely. And I was able to bring back my entire workforce because he had laid off some people. Because who's, who's the biggest purchaser of all that stuff? It's US the government. government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know you're getting money. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah, that's... Plus, just showing that adaptability has got to help your company in the long run. When you, when you can, like you said, you can, you can advertise it after this is all said and done, that... Basically, you tell us what you want, we can make it. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's very similar to, to like what happened with the factories in World War II, where they turned sure, from making sure. what they were making to making supplies to support the war. Yep. I mean, it's very similar to what happened then. Yeah. Am I out? You're out. Um, I'm out, by the way. You're out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a little thing about seeing the Himalayan mountains now. But like they could see them from like 125 miles away, which you couldn't. They haven't done in three decades or something like that. But that just goes along with the pollution thing. Wait, can they can they see the Yeti then? If the Yeti exists. So so yeah. So yes. So so, yeah. so no. So you yeah. sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> They're not real. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go with. I actually have this listed twice on my list, so it must be real important. <laughs> Uh, they're just kind of similar, but I'm going to combine them together. Um, people, and more importantly, world leaders, seem to have come together and worked together on this issue. And you don't normally see that. But people are trying to, because this didn't affect one country. It wasn't like only the United States or only China was affected by this. This is pretty much worldwide. For the most part, I agree with you on that. But then you have... Trump. Well... He's not the only one, but but he's the first one to come to mind. That's now saying that China wasn't uh, honest with us and all. But yeah. okay, so and that very well may be true. I mean, honestly, when when the numbers first came out for China, I thought they were lying too because I'm like, this, there's no way that this became a bigger problem in the U.S. than it did as quickly as it did. Than it did in the place it originated, because you did. When you're the original place, you don't even know what you're dealing with. So how do you lock that down that quickly? Because they dealt with stuff similar to this in the past, where we. But then the number, real numbers came out, and it wasn't really yeah, true. That's true. I mean, we're, we're now we're still worse, but we weren't worse like almost instantly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, but so they worked together, and then I know China shipped a bunch of masks and stuff over here, and and and, and did help out. But for that, then you got some of our political leaders bad mouthing them. But overall, the world is coming together and trying to figure this. No, I, this problem. I do agree with you there. I just and it seems like there's some some. There's some always more. Yeah, yeah, there's always more. Yeah. Especially in U.S. politics, it's it's trash. But um, <laughs> no truer words that have been spoken. Mm-hmm. Overall. The world has come together and try to solve this problem. Which, if we can continue to work like this in the future, there's not much worldwide we can't figure out. Other than, apparently, race relations. There's, there's, there's one thing. There's one thing they will never figure out. What the fuck is Luffy? He's a dog, dude. <laughs> no, Pluto's a dog walks on four legs. Goofy walks on two legs. He's still a dog. From the same. They're both from Disney. Can't be. 
He's a dog that walks on two legs yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. And he talks. He's really a dog. He's he's a smart. Not buying it, man. Not buying it. I think he's a hybrid. <laughs> he's a hybrid human dog. <laughs> I'm just gonna let that one go. <laughs> Made in a lab, not like somebody fucked a dog. <laughs> Jesus. Was that what they said earlier when they said you were fucking a dog yesterday? Whoa! Hey. Whoa. Hey, oh. I thought you were just wasting time. I was busy all day yesterday, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was no dog fucking. <laughs> yeah, no dogs were harmed in the making of this podcast. <laughs> all right. Um, since Aaron's out, the next one I got is uh, good hygiene. <laughs> I, this is what I wrote. I wrote, people are washing their asses like never before. <laughs> like when soap couldn't be, like like when stores couldn't keep soap on the shelves, I was like, what the fuck, people? Because are you telling me you just weren't cleaning yourself before this happened and now you need to do it? Like <laughs> a bunch of dirty bastards in this world. <laughs> like The soap and the toilet paper, I didn't understand. I didn't understand how we couldn't keep those things in stock. Well, you know why they... They couldn't keep the toilet paper. Because everybody had those fucking wands that Aaron was talking about for wiping their ass. And, and, and they don't make them anymore, so. Well, actually, did you hear what really happened with that? Why, why, why the, the problem they were having with toilet paper? Is they didn't have the plastic bags to put them in, so they couldn't ship them out. They couldn't get plastic. There's toilet paper sitting in warehouses that were unpackaged, and they couldn't get them shipped out because they didn't have the proper packaging for them. Throw a fucking paper bag. Yeah, shit. Let's go. Quite a different package, yeah. I got a poop, man. <laughs> uh, another bonus is people realize how much you rely on other people. When you started hearing the term um, essential worker, and they were talking about like store clerks, gas station attendants, truck drivers, not all just EMTs, first responders type people, when, you're, when you start talking about the people that you actually rely on on a daily basis that you pretty much took for granted the whole time. Truck drivers? Yeah, that's right. They're on my list. Like, the guy at the grocery store? Yeah, these people mm-hmm. These people keep your life going, and you, you, you don't even think about how often you just go to the store. Well, if they didn't let the essential workers go to the store, you couldn't get any supplies. So, like, let me ask you guys this. So, through this whole thing, because we were all considered essential workers... Um, we're considered first responders. We're considered, you know, all that stuff that everyone's been talking about, right? Did you feel bad when they kept referring to us like that? But not necessarily to the guy who worked at the grocery store, who was putting himself in as much or more well, risk, more than, we risk are. than what we are, I right. would say. <clears throat> I, right. I thought that was it's kind of a travesty of the whole thing. Because they had... You know, hundreds the, and hundreds of strangers or the, coming or into the person stores the gas and station, we didn't have, or, you know, any yeah. of those people. Yeah. The other thing, too, like, doing what we do, and we knew that our job wasn't going to get shut down. And then you hear about all these people that are getting laid off and are on unemployment. And, like, some of these, like, waiters and waitresses, if they didn't have full-time jobs, they didn't qualify for unemployment. So they were basically told, go home, and you're not going to make any money. Because you couldn't, you couldn't get unemployment benefits. And doing what we do, we're making you know, our 40 hours plus, and, like, you almost felt bad because here you are, like, 
and my wife was able to work her 40 hours, so like this affected us financially not at all, yeah. like my wife and I. Yep. Same with us. And yet you hear about how people are struggling to pay their bills, and like all these companies are like, listen, if you got laid off because of COVID reasons, let us know, and we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll let you pass on your bill paying this month. Like, you almost felt kind of bad because you were doing all right, you know I, what I'm saying? You know, yeah, I, 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 I 100% get that. Um, so I, I knew a few people that... Uh, that were laid off and, and had it kind of tough. Um, all of them have pulled through pretty good. Like you said, a large part of the reason is because of how everyone kind of laxed on, uh, yeah. okay, don't worry about it. We got you next month or whatever, whatever the case may be, um, which was great to see because what were these people going to do? Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, we would if they would have went iron fist, nope, you got to pay. This is the way it is. This country would be bankrupt. Like, yeah, our economy would be gone. Um, so, kudos to those people. But so, Angie and I were out. We went out this past um, this past week for the first time to a restaurant um, that was open. And it's actually funny because we went to the same place, which was the last restaurant we went to before the COVID shut everything down. <laughs> And uh, we talked to the waitress. It's, it's, we have a waitress here that, for whatever reason, we seem to sit in her area every time. And she came in, and she and we were talking to her for a little bit, and she's like, I said, so how bad was it? Because I keep hearing about all these businesses that were, well, another month that we've been out of business. And she goes, she goes, honestly, I don't know. She goes, because this particular restaurant, they did the curbside pick and all that, but they only had the two owners and the bar manager were the only people that were working. Everyone else was laid off. Laid off. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she said, she goes, I know they did really well as far as that goes. She goes, but she goes, personally, she goes, I just missed coming in and talking to people. Yeah, that was she a good thing. That, that's, she goes, just the interaction with the customers and, and, and just doing this, having a conversation, an everyday conversation with you guys. Well, well, like we we said at the beginning of the last podcast, um, the previous podcast that was released, this is the second podcast we've done together. Now we're we're back together in the same room talking to each other, and it's different when you're actually able to see people so and talk different. and talk to people than it is like even like we were still doing the podcast, but we were doing it in a way where we weren't around each other. Like literally, we're looking looking at a screen on her phone to see each other. And which which for the most part there was some type of delay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it made it hard here if I if I've got something to say, I can look at you two guys and know, okay, I can talk now. Yeah. Before it was like we'd all just start, kind of start talking because you couldn't tell. But yeah, and they know? were talking over each other and yeah. Yeah. Like like I would listen to podcasts that we did and I would hear things I never heard. <laughs> because Someone else was talking at the same time as I was talking, and I just never heard what was said, you mm-hmm. know. And I couldn't tell that somebody else had even said anything. So yeah, yeah, this this is much better. Well, I'm I'm going to bring that right into my next point, and um, that if people use their resources, people figured out how to survive. Um, I, I, one of the things I mentioned was we used. Facebook technology basically to use to do our podcast for the better part of what is it two months three months 
Yeah. I, I don't even know how many we did, but I'd say two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So, literally, we we were. I was podcasting from a desk in my room, and I had a phone set up with a Bluetooth speaker with a microphone touching that these guys were talking into. Like that's how we had to do it. Um, that's almost as impressive as Iron Man making his own heart. Yeah, pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close. Um, Good job, Keith. That is pretty amazing. Like, your, your new name is Tony Stark. Yeah, all right, I'll go with that. <laughs> Good looking playboy, I got no problem with that. He's tech, he's tech guy. He's tech guy. Same thing. Um, but, like, I have a monthly poker game that we play, right? We try to get together once a month and play a poker game. Obviously, we couldn't do it because there were restrictions on how many people you could have in one area. So we figured out a website online. We actually had our monthly poker game online, which it worked. Really? Yeah. And then could you guys talk to each other? You can chat with each other like a oh, like okay. that, yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, not as good. Not as good, but, but better than nothing. Yeah, but serviceable. Yeah. Um, and then another bonus to come out of that that's, is... That's what we should have called our podcast, our pandemic podcast. Serviceable? Not as good, but better than nothing. <laughs> Uh, and the other thing that came, and I hope this continues, and some of the, some of the restaurants especially started this, but and grocery stores were big on this, but the curbside pickup or, or delivery. Um, I don't know if you guys use Eat Treat or DoorDash or any of those Uber Eats. I haven't, but but Trey has. He's had food delivered to the house. The one thing I will say about like I use Eat Treat quite a bit, and um, a lot more businesses during the pandemic got themselves. On to each street so that they can they can have their food delivered. Okay. Well, that that was almost a necessity for some people, and it's it's a great technology for some of these restaurants because they don't have to pay delivery drivers. The delivery drivers are paid through each street or DoorDash, whatever company it is. Right. Um, but what each street did, which was brilliant, is and, and they're still doing it. If it's a local restaurant, like. Not not a chain, but just like a local place. Small business. Yeah, free delivery. So they didn't charge any delivery fees, hmm. but only on only on this, the local restaurants. How the fuck do they make money? Oh, I'm sure I'm sure they cut they get a cut of whatever they're whatever they're selling. I, my guess is, and I would I would have to verify this, but like what I'm paying on each sheet for a cheeseburger from. You know, the, the local restaurant at the block is a dollar more than what I'd be paying if I went into the restaurant. And that money goes to, you know, if it's 10% that, or whatever. I, I kind of wondered, is it could work that way? Or it could just work that, uh, that that local restaurant has to pay money directly to Eat Street, hoping that that actually gets them more business. That might be, you too, know, there might be, be like something a, almost like, like a rent. Yeah. Like, like, like when you have the old Mafia days. <laughs> As opposed to the new Mafia days. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the, the East Street probably is the new Mafia, quite be. honestly. Between East Street and Uber. East Street Mafia. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it the sound good. of that. East Street, you want to you sponsor us? You can. <laughs> we would be part of the well, East Street Mafia. We'll, we'll even let you use that, and we will become part of the East Street Mafia. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but if... Like and that reminds me, I don't want to. I didn't want to cut you off. Have you? I I haven't contacted okay. them. That's why I said to bring him yeah. for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But even like in Wisconsin, in, in, in where I am, Quick Trip is on Eat Street now, and they deliver anything from their store. 
Really? Oh, and, shit. And if it's $8 or more, it's a free delivery. So you can literally do your grocery shopping online through the easier that. I can buy something else. <laughs> but give me the bananas. Oh, wait, that's not enough. What was that? So give me a pack of gum. Yeah, basically, yeah, I, yeah. And, and they will deliver just a pack of gum, but you're gonna you're gonna be charged a delivery fee on that. But it's pretty brilliant for a company like that to get into, especially since like they sell the the hot food and stuff like that. So Keith, they're a convenience store. Yeah. they should be on something yeah. like this. Yeah. But, but now we have the Casey's General stores up by me, and they're not. And I don't. I doubt Loves is down here. I'm, I'm guessing Loves has all the. I've never actually been into the Loves. I believe we have one. Yeah, we have one. Yeah, and it's it's not in an area where I generally go very often. Yeah. So I, do I they have food right on the highway. I think I, was, I stopped there once. Shortly I've been there once. Yeah. And do, do they have hot food in there? You know. I got gas. I don't That's all I did. I don't so, remember. Yeah, I didn't even go in. Yeah, gas. Is that like I got perms from Dumb and Dumb? No, I got gas. You got gas. You got gas from the hot food <laughs> there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> We did have double legs earlier today. That's right. <laughs> Gonna spell great later. Oh, I got one. Okay. You can do it. Do it. <laughs> Dude, did you just shit yourself for that? <laughs> I was gonna talk it no, out. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm gonna put it over here. <laughs> I've got an idea now. I've got, oh, an, idea. No. I've got an idea. No more ideas. Yeah. See, if you look at our mixer, we have two open spots. Yeah. we got to have the fart mic. <laughs> That's a great idea. Oh, we, we already got the belch mic. That's Aaron's mic. Uh, <laughs> That's a great idea. I thought it was going to be a terrible idea. That was fantastic. That's, that's oh, why I had a We got to get one mic without the condom on it. Yeah, we don't want to soak it all up. Yeah. <laughs> no, we put one of these on it. Oh. And then whenever we have a guest, oh. just a guest we, we, we give them that mic. Yeah. yeah. We, no, we have that. We have one of them on the mic. And then we have a challenge at the end of the year. Whoever loses has to put that in their mouth. <laughs> So next next week bitch. next week we might have to debut the, uh, the debut of the, the fart mic. That's fart a great mic. idea. That's awesome. I'm gonna take this 105 episodes to figure this out. I don't uh, know. We had to fart in a mic how, for it. I get one question. How are we doing a mic check for that? <laughs> <laughs> We're just making. Noise. I'll leave that up to tech guy. <laughs> you got a fart thing on your phone, don't you? I do. There you go. There go. I think. Mic check. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it has a fart thing. <laughs> oh, oh we involved in the chaos. I love it. Uh, Aaron, you should yeah. drink on every podcast. <laughs> I probably should. We should probably all drink on every podcast. Wait, hold on. I don't know what this is going to sound like, so I'm going to play it anyways. Let's do it. That's a weird part. That's that's definitely not. Party needle. Oh my god.
that's gonna leave a mark. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I <laughs> oh, oh my fart mic. That's that's the new thing. Fart mic. By the way, I'm all out. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I just got a a couple here. Um. So wait, I'm gonna have one more when you're done. A fart? Okay. Oh. Well, I the first one I'm gonna say is I'm gonna kind of tag off of what Keith was saying earlier. Are you again? Uh, no. Yeah. No. It was SPD. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote down unity. I said people working together to find ways to help one another. Um, sad to say that pre-COVID that wasn't always the case, but it has definitely been since then. So that, I just wanted to throw that out there. Um, what did you have, Keith? Oh, I was going to that based on this um, podcast. Yeah. The fart mic was out here. We should probably copyright that. the fart mic. I got another one. I can't wait till our listeners hear this shit. Literally, Damn. listen to this shit. Don't sound, don't sound I, tight. I can't wait until we walk out of this door and go tell the wives what we've been up to. Uh, By the way, you, you know that mic you told me to keep in my box that you bought? That's going to be the new fart uh, mic. Uh, uh, yeah, you can just keep that one now. <laughs> Put it in a zipper bag at the end of the show. Actually, I think... I think we can use uh, one of the one of the original two mics that we had. No way! Yes, I think <laughs> that'd be great. Yes, they sound awful, anyways. I was just saying, it won't be the greatest sound quality in our yeah. fart mic, but you know, whatever. Uh. Uh. All right, let's round this off here <laughs> quick before Aaron has more gas. Uh, I think I'm done. Uh, society is is another one that I that, that I wrote down. So the, the pandemic has leveled the societal playing field like almost nothing else can. Rich, poor, black, white, gay, straight, doesn't matter because we all have to deal with this. Nobody is exempt. You, you all right over there? I'm good. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> keep her going. Keep her going. I believe the phrase is keep oh. her moving. Or keep her moving. <laughs> I, may, I may have stole that. Thanks, Charlie Burns. Oh. <laughs> And the last one I got is life. Life. As their lives have slowed down, and that's a good thing for most people because keeping our normal pace is taxing on us both physically and mentally. <laughs> Jesus. What? Get that mic out. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to make this quick because Aaron's going to gas us all up. Oh, I got to take a shit. We got to make this quick because Aaron's going to shit himself. I mean, you can go shit, really. No, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> No, please, go shit. No, I'm good. I can, I can hold it all day at work. I can hold it for another five minutes. If you'd like to weigh in on the fart mic, you can email us at a little less conversation podcast at gmail.com. You can contact us on Facebook at a little less conversation podcast. Knock it the fuck off, Keith. You're like, oh, it stinks. It stinks in here. We like to thank the pull tops for their music. Yes. I don't smell anything. Did you drop one? No. Really, really you're just trying to paint that on me? No, well, I don't smell anything. You dropped two into the mic, and then you dropped another two or three after. You're just trying to blame it on me. 
Well, because I don't smell anything, so I figured somebody else had to drop it. I may have to turn that fan on later. (laughs) (laughs) We'd like to thank the Poltops for the use of their music and apologize them for the fart bike. (laughs) You can check them out at thepoltops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, Craig Peterson, at Summit Automotive and Fond du Lac. If you're looking to buy a car, go down and talk to Craig. If you buy a car from Craig, mention that you listen to our podcast, and Craig will give you $100 in free gas. Not the kind of gas that Aaron has, but gas at a gas station. He's probably probably good to give you some free of that kind of gas. I mean... Maybe we can get maybe we can do a new commercial and get Craig to use the fart mic. Oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely. Well, we got to do it before uh, he hears this episode. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you're listening to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, please listen, rate, and review five stars best. We will take anything you are willing to give. Until next time, when we gave you the fart mic. <sighs> Happy holidays, bitches.
We've already discussed Aaron doesn't count on this one. 